Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Today is Wednesday, February 19th, 2020. Coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, big debate night in Las Vegas. Mike Bloomberg will take the stage for the first time. Ooh, it's going to be quite an interesting one. We'll break it down. In Syracuse, student protesters are being suspended, but there are no, no reprimands for the students who actually have committed hate crimes. That makes no sense. An appeals court just ruled that Florida cannot require felons to pay fines and fees to vote. Also, Donald Trump pardoned 11 folks today, yesterday, most of them white-collar criminals. I wonder if Carmen Kilpatrick is going to get uh, a pardon. Uh-oh, interesting, interesting. Trayvon Martin murderer George Zimmerman has filed a lawsuit against Elizabeth Warren and Pete Buttigieg because he actually says he's hurt. They call him a white supremacist. 
get over it. And Bowie State University has opened a free food pantry for the students, the first of its kind. It's time to bring the funk and roll them out in the filter. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the find. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. Folks, tonight's debate in Las Vegas should be quite interesting. The candidates on the stage will be Senator Bernie Sanders, Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Elizabeth Warren, uh, former New York Mayor Mike Bloomberg, former South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg, and Senator Amy Klobuchar. Uh, it's going to be a big night, of course, the Nevada primary taking place on Saturday. Then, of course, next Tuesday is going to be the debate in Charleston, South Carolina, sponsored by the Congressional Black Caucus Institute, airing on CBS. And then, of course, the voting in South Carolina. Now, you know everything is going to be all about Bloomberg tonight. The first time he's going to be on the debate stage joining us right now is Teresa Lundy, principal founder, TML Communications, A. Scott Bolden, former chair, National Bar Association PAC. All right, folks, uh, here, here's the deal here. I think I've been saying this. Uh, obviously, Bernie Sanders has vaulted to lead in, in uh, Nevada. Vice President Joe Biden is second. You see what's happening there. Uh, what you also have, of he's course, fading. they'll be jockeying. No, he's not fading. Uh, he no, he's not fading because, frankly, the other candidates are so far down. It's really him and Sanders <laughs> at the top. But I, I keep saying this. I really believe the person who really needs to kill tonight is Elizabeth Warren. I agree. I think Elizabeth Warren has been... Uh, she had her moment, and I'm not sure where the rest of her moments are going to go. Um, so I really do believe early on in the conversation, you know, she, she had some sparks. I know locally she's been really hitting the ground. Um, but I'm not sure, you know, unless there, there's something uh, a little bit different in her policy that she wants to do, or I, I'm just not feeling the Warren buzz that, that it was before. So if you have an Elizabeth Warren that has something like 35,000 volunteers around this country, and she is pounding the pavement, she's got a plan for everything, <laughs> and she's not moving, or she's moving in the other direction, that means something about our campaign, something about her is not connecting or resonating with the voters to the point where she's expanding her base. If she's not expanding her base and she's going in the other direction, she needs to have a big night, but she also needs to stop attacking Bloomberg for investing his own money in this campaign. They're crying about his money, <coughs> but money doesn't buy votes. The common denominator is still voting, right. and because she's going in the other direction, she needs to have a different message, otherwise she sounds like she's complaining. You, and that's for Bernie, too. Eugene Craig, the reason why Scott is wrong is because here's the deal. Only two, I'm wrong? Only two states have voted. Who is third in delegates? Elizabeth Warren. So this whole idea that she's going backwards, it's not, it's, it's simply, it's simply, it's, says it is. It's simply not true. The point I'm making is, if you look at the New Hampshire debate, of the late deciding people, Amy Klobuchar got almost a third of those folks because of her debate performance. Again, previous debates, Warren sort of fell by the wayside or got lost uh, in all the back and forth. Tom Steyer's not going to be on the stage tonight. 
I do believe also her her strong suit has been going after Wall Street, going after big money. That's where she as made her. Uh, that's where she really became uh, known prior to coming to the United States Senate. That to me is going to be the opportunity tonight. Bloomberg, uh, based upon what we're already reading, his folks are going to be pretty much. I'm just going to just just brush off everybody. She's in a unique position here where she actually is collapsing right now. She um, is. She, she's collapsing. I, I have to agree with Scott here that she's collapsing. <coughs> and I do think that she and others are going to walk into a line, a, a landmine field of trying to attack Bloomberg on his cash when everybody in that stage has accepted cash from Bloomberg in one way or another. Oh, you know, and the reason, the, other thing. the reason, they the reason, the reason. They raise money. The, the, What's the difference between they, raising a billion there, there, and spending no, there, your own There's billion. no difference between raising a billion. You still need both. Actually, That's actually, 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 actually. With somebody like Elizabeth Warren, who runs on, hey, let's get corporate interests out of politics, let's get, you know, big, you know, corporate, you know, special interest dollars out of politics, you want somebody like Bloomberg who says, hey, listen, I'm beholden nobody except myself. Right. It's my own dollars at hand. Mm -hmm. But let, let's take it a step further. You know, look, I'm a Republican here, but one thing I can appreciate is somebody like Michael Bloomberg coming in and stepping up for black mayors across the country mm -hmm. and helping them get across the finish line. Black DAs help them get across the finish mm -hmm. line. One of the reasons we were able, one of the reasons we actually saw impeachment is because of Bloomberg deploying his exactly. dollars and helping take back the house. And he's got to hit and, back and, with that. And the right. thing is, how this, he's invested and, his and money. And the thing is this. The thing is this. The thing is this. Right? You know, if if the Bernie Bros or or, or big Liz's folk want to hit him on this. Where was Bernie and Liz when folk were trying to take back the House and take back governorships and take <coughs> state houses in its midterm cycle? Bernie wasn't deploying his operation, and Liz wasn't deploying her no, operation. Joe was out the there, and Bloomberg was <laughs> deploying his dollars. But, and so, but, but, but Teresa, the, 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 reason, the reason why it makes smart politics to go after the amount of money Bloomberg is throwing in mm -hmm. is because it speaks to the whole issue of uh, uh, rich interest, right. in essence, buying elections. The reality is the reason Bernie Sanders is where he is right now, that's been his message. Absolutely. I mean, to, to act somehow that, that hasn't been the case, the reason Bernie Sanders has such fervent supporters is because that has been the, the biggest, most important thing where he touts average donation being anywhere from $19 to $27, Teresa. And so that's why we have man. to really say, the, Bernie and Elizabeth Warren has to stay focused on that message. If they if they veer off of that message, I, I fear that they're going to lose a part of their base, of which that's been keeping them sustainable this entire time. It's a false so, so Hold on, to wait, remember, one hold second, on. So one second, let her finish. Thank you, Roland. So we also had oh, to remember... You never say that to me on, on when, I, when I'm on the show. Get over it. So oh. we, we also had to remember, even through the town hall that happened on CNN yesterday, there was a very particular and direct question that went to Bernie Sanders, which was very clear, and I, I forget the young woman's name, but she was like, if you win the Democratic nominee uh, for, pres for uh, the Democratic nominee... Will you accept uh, and he never Bloomberg? He got so it was like almost like a backup statement. <laughs> well, 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 listen, listen, hold on, hold on. Sanders has billionaires, co-chairs of his campaign. Exactly. Ben and Jerry right. are billionaires. Right. If he if he wants to if he wants to if Bernie and Liz and some of these other holy and out people want to disavow big dollars, <laughs> really? give the checks back. To, to, give to, nobody's going to get the checks to the, back to, the, to, the, to their contributors because they're trying to get to a billion. Give the max out. Trying to get to a billion. Max out checks back. If, if you are so holier than thou, don't accept max out donations. Got it. Elizabeth right. Warren has a super PAC that's it. going up on air this weekend. Disavow your super PAC if you are so holier than thou. But here's, here, here's the second ahead. part of that. Is Mike Bloomberg doing anything? Listen to your listening audience. Is he doing anything 
That's illegal. No. Immoral. No. Unlawful. No. If, if the other candidates had a billion dollars to spend, are you telling them me that they shouldn't be spending it? So you're complaining about the handicap. No, no, no. Not no, about no, buying votes. No, 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 you can't buy no. votes with money. No, you can no, buy name no, recognition. No. You can buy ad time. It but, is still, but the common denominator no, is still no, voting. Is, no, no, what are you mad about? What are you mad about? One second. It is still, it is still a smart strategy. When you look at the number of people who do not like Citizens United, right. the number of people who do not like dark money, mm -hmm. the number of people who oppose how money has overtaken politics. One second. One, I, I'm not done. I'm not done. I am not. I am not done. I am. I am not done. When you're running, it's about how do I set myself apart. From the other candidates. Right. You have Joe Biden, who is dependent upon large donors. You have Pete Buttigieg, who's dependent upon large donors. Again, when you look at what Sanders, how he has been able to rise, when you look at what made Elizabeth Warren, uh, who really became a United States senator, when you look, yeah. it, was, it was looking at Wall Street big money interests. That still resonates among lots of people. But again, the other thing I think is going to happen tonight. And this is where, again, I keep bringing up Warren for this reason. Vice President Joe Biden wrote the 1994 crime, crime bill. Exactly. Senator Bernie Sanders, even though he spoke on the floor about the negative aspects of the crime bill, he still voted for it. Mm -hmm. um, Mayor Pete Buttigieg has his own issues in terms of African-American and the police department in South Bend, Indiana. Senator Amy Klobuchar has to answer to the questions when it comes to she's prosecuted. Mm -hmm. Bloomberg, stop and frisk, redlining comments, housing, homelessness, all of that sort of stuff. Again, the one person who can go after all of them tonight on all of those issues is Warren. I, She's I, got the Indian thing and the Native American uh, nonsense going on. That, 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 she, that, drove, she drove. Yeah, but that, she that's not, that, that that's not. That's not. First of all, that's, that's no, no, no. That that is not. Hold on. No, 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 no. That 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 is not a policy issue. There we go. Everybody else. Everybody. I'm telling. I'm telling you tonight. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Tonight's debate and Tuesday's debate. I'm telling you right now. Tonight's debate and Tuesday's debate could very well change the fortunes up or down for any candidate. I, I, Joe Biden also has to, he must look alive. He not, not just look alive. He got it in here. He cannot have another <laughs> lackluster <laughs> performance. He can't. Right. But what can. does he do? That's his debate yeah, style. What are the top I, three things I, I you would agree, recommend Biden change his debate I do, style? I do agree with you. Policy does matter. And one of the great Republican adages, personnel is policy. And the one thing that we can do, cannot deny as black people when it comes to these presidential campaigns, the one campaign the candidate has stepped up for black America when it comes to hiring black consultants, when it comes to hiring black talent, when it comes to supporting black media, is Michael Bloomberg. Exactly. Like, you know, the DNC isn't exactly. doing it. These other candidates and campaigns that have the dollars to do it aren't doing it. The only one that did it was Cash um, when it comes to hiring senior yes, black staff mm -hmm. or at, at, at extreme senior level, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. when, and, and by defining that as decision makers. So, when, when, if we're going to have a conversation about policy, personal is policy, and when it comes to black America, what matters to black America, uh, Bloomberg is leading the way. That's right. But I want to talk about you. You talk about Elizabeth Warren. I want to talk about what Bloomberg has to do. You know, uh, from an, when, when you're doing an oral argument in federal court. If you've got a losing case, or if you're on appeal, <coughs> you get a lot of questions from the justices. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just do, right? And either you're gonna, 
either you're going to slip punches, take a punch, and throw a right cross, politically speaking, mm -hmm. or from a litigation standpoint, uh, litigation-wise speaking, that tests your mettle, and you will evolve. We will see what type of debate he's prepared to have. Because when you're under attack, right. that's when you have the greatest opportunity to show your chops. Mm -hmm. Not when you just, when, when there are no questions your way and you just present. That's why I'm so Bloomberg has to got to be able to take a punch, slip a punch, and throw a right cross because they, the world will be watching. They're going to dump on him or try to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And depending on whether he connects with that right cross uh, counterpunch, politically speaking, they're going to walk away. They, they, they're either going to keep dumping or they're going to stop dumping on yeah, him. Look, look, yeah, so $60 he, billion dollars in the bank, he ought to have prepared well enough to, 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 to throw that right comment. He has to expect the stop and frisk is going to be here thrown at him probably within the first five to ten minutes. Exactly. Maybe by the question. Maybe by the question, but what he has to come out with, first and foremost, is that the current occupant of the White House currently believes in stop and frisk, currently believes in police brutality, and currently believes, as, as recently as two weeks ago, but that, that doesn't make him better I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not okay. done. Murdering drug dealers, all right? Mm. Secondly here... He he has to pivot to his very, very robust criminal justice reform plan. Yeah. I mean, he's, very, I think he's the only one on the record. And his investments in reformation. Only one on the record ready to come up and cut the pr current prison population in half over the next decade. But, 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 okay, exactly. but, but here's the deal. A president can't cut the prison population in half. Absolutely can. A president... No. The president, the president, no. the president via Department of Justice dollars. No. He can sign legislation kind of, to do kind of, it. What kind of support goes to the state level? Again, and, 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 again, and what kind of again, again, again. The only way to cut prison levels on the state level, it happens on the state I level. I agree with you. So here's a piece. So but and, every and, level, no, 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 one, one yeah, second, one second. But one, the one, president can influence those state policies. I am fully, I'm fully aware where the president can influence. Okay. What I also know is states still have all of that power to do so. Yeah. So this whole idea of terms of what he wants to cut. Look, here's the piece here. He still has to contend with the fact of five million stop and frisk stops mm -hmm. during his mayoral tenure, mm -hmm. and 95 percent did nothing. Now, you can sit here and all of a sudden... Is that going to be again, a litmus test for him? Again, That's your litmus no, no, no. test? No, first of all, let, let me be clear. I didn't say that was a litmus test. What I said is, he has to address that. He okay. can't just be, well, you know what, I mean, you know, I apologize. No, because the reality is, as late as September of 2019, mm -hmm. he was defending it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He only apologized in November. But the other pieces is here. It was very interesting in the last debate. It was very interesting when they brought up criminal justice reform. I was very surprised that nobody, mm -hmm. when, when Joe was sitting here, I passed this, and I passed that, and I passed this, and I passed that. Not a single person said, and you also passed a 1994 crime bill, which you keep defending. And I was sitting at home going, uh, is anybody going to hit Joe on this? And nobody did. Again, I, I think what has to happen is, either if you're a candidate, if you, if you want to make a move, you can't wait for the moderators to do no, it. You gotta do right. it You're going to have... I go back to that last debate. Tom Steyer, when he jumped in there mm -hmm. and tried to make Biden apologize uh, for one of his supporters in South Carolina, mm -hmm. saying that black candidates were only supporting right. Tom Steyer right. because he was paying them, mm -hmm. Tom Steyer forced the conversation to the issue of race. Mm -hmm. And it went on. And George Stephanopoulos uh, allowed the conversation to continue. This is where, if I'm one of those candidates, I ain't waiting on the five, on, on whoever's right. about. I ain't waiting on Chuck Todd or that's the whole. Because again, though, right. if you if you're Klobuchar, if you're Buddha Judge, if you're Elizabeth Warren, 
You don't have a damn thing to lose. At the end of the day, look, you're way down in the bottom. Right. You got to go. Mm -hmm. I mean, this whole, like, all the people talking about, oh, no, I think Elizabeth Warren should keep going with a unifying message. I'm like, no. No. Because when you got a dog fight, polls, I've right. got to swing. Right. And I'm going to come so, out and swing. That's right. what I'm going to do. So, if I, so with, with Bloomberg, if I'm advising Bloomberg in regard to stop and frisk, uh, the reality is I've invested in, in reformative justice programs. He's got to respond, not just by apologizing, but he's got to talk about reparative justice, Equity. what he's prepared to do to make up for those 5,000 stop and frisk that some people died as a result of being arrested and being held at Rikers Island. And how hard is it him to say, I was wrong? Exactly. Right. See, I, I, there's I power in that. And then I want to repair. Simply say, I thought, I thought I was right. Right. But looking at the numbers, looking at, uh, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. And and and, that was separate and, and, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he also has to say, and unlike this president, I'll admit when I was wrong. Right. Yeah. And this is what I'm going to do it's, to repair. That's the reparative. And part. I think that's but, in addition. To, okay. Okay. Go ahead. But we're used to these people with their egos, mm -hmm. never wanting to so say, I, I was wrong. wrong. Yeah. I would say this, if he That's gets true. in that stage and says, I was wrong, wrong, he will set himself apart from the rest mm -hmm. of the field. Because every last one of them, when they were, when they are faced with their <laughs> track record, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it goes to, they go into defensive mode rather than essentially, hey, felt, feel found, you know. Uh, this is what happened. Let me fix it, you know? And, and he's in the deal. And it connotes authenticity. Yes. And, here, and here's also what hasn't come up. If I'm, if I'm, I'm telling you, if I'm Warren or any one of those candidates, mm -hmm. I will turn to them and I would say, if all 12 of your years, you, Mayor, fought the Central Park Five settlement, mm -hmm. and thank God Bill de Blasio was elected, because the only reason those five young men yeah. were able to have any financial recourse was because you were no longer the mayor. Uh, see, I mean, that's, so yeah, but see, that I mean that's not fair. That. That's not fair because that's a very complicated case. No, it's not. There I'm were not. a lot of politics in no, that case, not. and there was still evidence against no, those no, individuals. No, it's not. Until somebody else no, came that, forward. No, no, that is I wrong. Think, you don't know no, no, what no, I know no, about no, that but case. You, but you're you wrong. You don't know what we I know about that case. So we can't talk. Okay, but you're no, but you're wrong. The reason you're wrong, I'm right because I was the mayor. I was the mayor. They were they were released. Yeah, they were released long after. Bloomberg fought the settlement. After the judge had already cleared because the young man. Because it wasn't man. clear that they were entitled <laughs> to those funds, regardless of the judge's order. And by the way, the judge's order was very limiting. Let's be clear. And so now it gets real Let's complicated. Let's be clear. So you one don't mayor know as much as I know One the mayor fought it. One mayor signed the deal. Well, we laid and the foundation the, the, for no, de Blasio no, to be able to pay no, he, them. No, he didn't. Yeah, we did. We no, set didn't. it up that way. No, he didn't. He fought it. <laughs> Bloomberg <laughs> fought it. This and is why I'm just and role playing. I'm, I'm role playing. Role playing. Oh, yeah, this you role playing. I'm role okay. playing, people. This is why we retain Scott. No, but it's very simple. But again, though, my deal is that is a recent story because of the Able to Do Netflix movie. My whole, my whole, and you turn to him and say, "Will you apologize?" To the exonerated five. I'm going to do that through reparative justice programs <laughs> that in my no. criminal justice no. reform. Just apologize to the five. I was wrong. <laughs> and, the then, and, then, 
and then, and then I would say, and I'm going to repair it. Then I would say, then I would say, then I would say, then I would say, you're filibustering this issue. No, I'm not. I would say, you sound just like Donald Trump. Oh, my goodness. Again, no. All billionaires aren't the same. Yes, All billionaires aren't the same. Well, first of all, one billionaire, one is Donald Trump. Again, I'm a good billionaire. I would hit him on that. I would hit him on that. I would hit him on that because what time is nice. You have to score. You have to score. Well, this fair. But the other thing is this, Roland. You can't watch this. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. They get past this and things, and Mike comes out and just says and apologizes for him. They ain't got nothing else to hit him on after exactly. that. Exactly. Right. Ain't nothing else to hit him on after that. Right. After, after but he those, has to, he they get past those two though. things, there's nothing else to hit him on after that. Well, well no, first of all, you can still... You, you can, gonna hit him on redlining? No, you, you can still deal with redlining. You can still deal housing. with housing. You can still deal with not desegregating New York schools. Oh, yep. I mean, no, it's a long line. Oh, also, New York got a lot of problems. And, and, and being Nevada. <laughs> and, and being in Nevada, you can hit him on labor contracts in New York City. Black people... Don't can't afford uh, uh, politically to have a purity test or a litmus test I'm sorry. on any of these not on nothing, any of these candidates. I said nothing about purity <laughs> or litmus. What I said is if, if I'm about. running against you can't afford it. If I'm running against Trump's another go. If I'm running against another candidate, uh, my job you, is to separate myself from you. So you're gonna right. do Trump's job. My you're gonna do Trump's job for him? When you run in the primary, that's why it's called a primary. You're gonna cut each other up. Pull and then Trump wins, right? That's why I call running. Pull some punches. Pull some punches <laughs> for America's sake. Beating Trump is the number one obligation. I the can't, number one you priority can't get to for the Democratic Trump nominee. Unless you, you gotta win the primaries. You gotta win the primaries. But if I do as much damage, more damage. The thing is, is I, should, I, just, I disagree with Scott here. I'm gonna wait, wait. Why I am I cutting everybody up? Listen, it's called a primary. I disagree with Scott here. First for the democracy. You want everything to come out in the primary. You wanna be you wanna you wanna hone in your defenses during the primary. And I'm gonna tell you this: the RNC, Trump victory. Trump for America, DJ, they are going to hit whoever the nominee is with everything right. and a nuclear so bomb. Up. You don't cut each other up before you have to. You cut Trump up. I'm not saying you don't have a robust debate, but you certainly can, for example, make part of your argument be critical of Joe Biden because of his association, for example, with uh, Barack Obama, which we saw in an earlier debate. My yeah. point is there's a way to have a robust debate, but you don't need to be doing... Uh, GOP talking points against each other no, to sense. help yourself. No, it's, 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 it's real simple. Yourself. If you're running you against five yourself. other people, it's called you run to and, win. And let's be clear, it, before it was five, it was 12, then it was 20. So before we even got to this five, everybody had to cut each other in order to get here. <coughs> so now that we're here, we want the best of the best to understand what their past their past uh, situations and, and the, the policies they, they put policy. forth in the past, yeah. they are... Policy, this is no, policy. If we're talking about, if we're talking about what you I'm did sorry. in the past... What did I say if we're talking about what you did in the past, then we can't talk about the future. I'm so we got to talk about uh, the future. The other, the other, the other thing is... There's yeah. a problem with you bleeding hard liberals on this <laughs> Eugene, Who said Eugene, I was a liberal? I'm moderate. See, that's the assumption of the democracy. Eugene, Eugene, stop talking, Eugene. The other thing is... This, right? Tell you the, the other thing, the other <laughs> Eugene, thing is, stop every, talking. Every every last one of the Democrats running has a race issue. Exactly. In their Pre precisely for the in reason person. that. The, Will you the, stop the, talking? The, let the, him finish. The era. The era that we are in right now is not the era we were in a decade ago. Mm -hmm. We're in we're in the post Trayvon Martin, not post what current Trayvon Martin, mm -hmm. current Black Lives Matter era, right? And so the discussion around criminal justice reform. 
is one that's that's been formulated over the last roughly eight years or so. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and I think a lot of these candidates have to walk in with that understanding of, hey, look, what was the norm during the time that I served in X, Y, and Z was the norm. I apologize for what happened, what, what I took part in, and the system that I took part in, but this is how I'll make it better. And 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 that That's goes called the, their racial baggage. I their agree. Criminal justice baggage. baggage. Yeah. They're not going to apologize, but if they have a reparative justice program, that's much more saleable I agree. than or or than or or, or, wrong. or a robust economic justice Why program. Why can't they apologize? Why how because, simple is it to because apologize? Because you won't find one political consultant that's in their ear that will tell them that there is power and authenticity, integrity, this and apology, one. and it is. This one. Are they are they fearless enough? to do it and to count on the American people to accept that apology that's empowering and to move forward and still ask for their vote. Absolutely. Now, that's mm -hmm. a powerful there, there, There's a model is. for it. This guy named Bill Clinton that, you know, may or may not have been impeached and had his... He was written. Well, he was impeached, he was, but he, he wasn't, wasn't convicted. convicted. He, wasn't he actually apologized after his impeachment exactly. and called record-high approval ratings exactly. in the country afterwards. So it can but be done. Be fearless to do yeah. it. it can't and can't most of these candidates aren't fear... Mm -hmm. Are, Maybe they'll do it when they get the, the nomination. Okay. But, but, but the point is, but it's not now. <laughs> now you want candidates to be fearless. That's right. But then you were complaining when I said you're a candidate. You should go after your opposition. I'm saying don't oh, no, cut up the Democratic I'll Party I'll game when you're Democratic because you're going to need them. The, the big difference. No, you know, here's the deal, though. If you can't see here's the difference. The I can explain it to you. <laughs> I've been saying no, hold on, hold on. The reason one, you have Donald Trump right now One second, one second. Donald Trump didn't care about cutting up other Republicans. And that's the issue. That's the issue. They all were playing presidential politics because Donald Trump said, let's go ground and pound. And so here's a piece. Democrats, if you want to win, you got to swing. Yep. All that Michelle Obama, we go high when they go low? No. Swing when, when, that when was early on in the That was when it was swinging. They go low, you take their ass to the ground. <laughs> To me, there are no greater patriots in America's long history than the black citizens who are willing to die for a nation that was denying them their rights. Mike Bloomberg is the only Democratic presidential candidate that has a real plan to fight for those sacrifices that have been taken for granted for far too long. And I've got to think it was in hopes that their service and sacrifice might redeem those rights for their children and grandchildren. Introducing the Greenwood Initiative a bold new plan to help black Americans create generational wealth. One, we will help a million more black families buy a house. Two, we will double the number of black owned businesses. Three, we will help black families triple their wealth over the next 10 years to an all time high. Mike will get it done. Visit MikeForBlackAmerica.com to learn more. They are concrete proposals that we can afford and that we can get done and we will. I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. YouTube.com forward slash Roland S. Martin. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real. It's Roland Martin Unfiltered. See that name right there? Roland Martin Unfiltered. Like, share, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com forward slash Roland S. Martin. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so when we go live, you'll know it.
You are not judged from the height you have risen, but from the depth you have climbed. Abolitionist and autobiographer, Frederick Douglass. Did you not hear me? All right, folks, are you looking to enhance your leadership or that of your team in 2020? Join our newest online course and mastermind group, How Successful People Think. Dr. Jackie Hood Martin will be your guide as you learn timeless leadership principles to apply to daily living. Scott, you should be registering. Offer expires February 28th. Register for or start the online course today by www.livetolead.com forward slash Leesburg. Live to, number two, lead.com forward slash Leesburg. All right, folks, uh, in Syracuse. Remember we had the students on, they were talking about the protesting of hate crimes on that campus. Well, now the students, students are complaining by saying that those protesting racism are actually being suspended. Um, the, not the, the group Not Against SU staged an occupation on Monday night inside of Krauss Heinz Hall administrative building where Chancellor Kent uh, Cyberroot's office are located. The students who have called for his resignation live streamed the protest on social media and also posted the suspension letters they received. The letter reads in part, this is a warning that unauthorized presence at Krauss Heinz Hall outside its regular operating hours of 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. is in violation of the campus disruption policy. Failure to comply with this directive will result in disciplinary charges through the Code of Student Conduct and may result in an interim suspension from the university. The university has suspended roughly 30 students for protesting white supremacy, hate crimes, that students they have not been properly dealt with by school officials. While suspended, students who live on campus are only allowed in the dormitories and dining halls, but not in any other Syracuse University-owned property. Any student found in violation of this could be arrested for trespass. What's crazy here is, Teresa, is that the students have committed the hate crimes, none of this suspended. Mm-mm. But just suspending the protesters. Right. Sort of weird. Well, well it's, it's, it's a disgrace. Uh, and I think uh, the students were absolutely right. But uh, again, I think we need to... This is the first time I'm actually seeing this today, so I'm a little shocked. Because this is the type of news that has to keep going nationally. <laughs> Um, so we could start having those dialogues and, 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 and probably doing something a little bit more, but obviously it's a disgrace. Well, th- there's a dichotomy here that's not being discussed. That is, the administration would argue that these controlled protests by white nationalists or those who have committed these hate crimes are either under investigation or otherwise. Uh, in regard to the students, they don't want... The administration doesn't want the counter-protests, and so they're threatening to arrest them for trespass. If I were the students, I'd press the issue the way you're, you're pressing them on this package and then get arrested for trespass, right, and get to court and make it an even bigger issue mm-hmm. that would fly in the face of the administration's position. The administration <coughs> wants to intimidate them right. and, and control their protests or reduce right. their protests, eliminate it, as opposed to them forming, uh, protesting in those, um, those areas where they've been told they can't, get arrested, and then try the case, if you will. I think get that's pro a great idea. To try the case, yeah. because that will force the administration to put their policies... Right. And that comparative between the hate crime, those people who put in the hate crime, it will be a comparative in court where a jury or a judge will have to render a decision. The administration doesn't want that. I bet you they changed their policies after that. The administration absolutely does not want that. Uh, mm-hmm. Federal courts across the country, especially over the last decade, 15 or so years, mm-hmm. have ruled time and time and time again right. that essentially free speech zones, which, you know, Syracuse is 
kind of the fact they're trying to put in place here when trying to control protests are unconstitutional. Yeah, why isn't right. civil obedience yeah. a yeah, first amendment Just like the hate crimes, but, they, they would argue, but, which is hate speech, yeah. would argue they have I, a right I, and, I, and I would take it a step further. I would take it a step further. If the university is acting slow and moving slow in these hate crimes, mm -hmm. I do what the folk down in North Carolina did with the Silent Sam statue. You go after the, the, the major donors of the endowment, mm -hmm. and you put in front of them and exactly. say, listen, are you going to continue to give major gifts to this university that is covering and hiding and not actively taking up calls against hate crimes that are taking place on this campus? Mm -hmm. And once you start hitting that endowment, then you'll see action from the university. You can do that, or, or sue them yeah. for discrimination, or sue them for uneven enforcement of these First Amendment issues. I mean, if there was only a, and a, and a there's only a high-powered so corporate lawyer here that could help oh him with that God. lawsuit. <laughs> if you have to retain her, I'd be happy to do it. I'm sorry, uh, you know one? <laughs> what is into you today? No, I'm just asking. Going to a break, we come back, we'll talk about Florida and Amendment 4. Uh, that's next to Roller Martin Unfiltered. <laughs> Mike Bloomberg is the only Democratic presidential candidate that has a real plan for black youth in education. It's called the Greenwood Initiative. We'll make public college tuition free for all low-income students. We'll forgive college loans for students who were exploited by failed for-profit colleges. Mike knows investing in our teachers is investing in our children. We'll also recruit more black and Latino teachers as we did in New York City because studies show they can make all the difference and we'll also invest much more in heavily historically black colleges and universities because many of the HBCUs are struggling. And the first step to achieving generational wealth is taken in the classroom. We'll incentivize state and localities to create financial literacy classes. Mike will get it done. Visit MikeForBlackAmerica.com to learn more. They're concrete proposals that we can afford and that we can get done, and we will. I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. Be sure to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Every dollar that you give to us supports our daily digital show. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real. as Roland Martin Unfiltered. Support the Roland Martin Unfiltered daily digital show by going to RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. Our goal is to get 20,000 of our fans contributing 50 bucks each for the whole year. You can make this possible. RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. All right, so a lot of y'all always asking me about terms some of the pocket squares that I wear. Now, I don't know. Robert don't have one on. Now, I don't particularly like the white pocket squares. I don't like even the silk ones. And so I was reading GQ magazine a number of years ago, and I saw uh, this guy who had this, this pocket square here, and it looks like a flower. Uh, this is called a shibori pocket square. This is how the Japanese manipulate the fabric to create this sort of flower effect. So I'm going to take it out and then place it in my hand so you see what it looks like. And I said, man, this is pretty cool. And so I tracked down, the. it took me a year to find a company that did it. Uh, and so uh, they did these about 47 different colors. And so I love them because, again, as men, we don't have many accessories to wear, so we don't have many options. Uh, and so this is really a pretty cool uh, pocket square. Now, what I love about this here is you saw uh, when it's uh, in, in the pocket, you know, it gives you that flower effect like that but if I wanted to also unlike other because if I flip it and turn it over it actually gives me a different type of texture and so therefore it gives me 
a different look. So there you go. So uh, if you actually want to uh, get one of these Shibori pocket squares, we have them in 47 different colors. All you got to do is go to rollingthismartin.com forward slash pocket squares. So it's rollingthismartin.com forward slash pocket squares. All you got to do is go to my website uh, and you can actually uh, get this. Now, for those of you who are members of our Bring the Funk fan club, there's a discount for you to get our pocket squares. That's why you also got to be a part of our Bring the Funk fan club. Uh, and so that's what we want you to do. And so it's pretty cool. So if you want to jazz your look up, you can do that. In addition, uh, y'all see me with some of the feather pocket squares. My sister who is a designer. She actually makes these. They're all custom made. So when you also go to the website, you can also order one of the customized uh, feather pocket squares uh, right there at rollingsmartin.com forward slash pocket squares. So please do so. And of course, uh, it goes to support the show. And again, if you're a Brenda the Funk fan club member, you get a discount. This is why you should join the fan club. All right, y'all. Federal appeals court has ruled that Florida can't bar felons who serve their time from registering to vote simply because they haven't paid all fines and fees stemming from their cases. A three-judge panel the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals on Wednesday upheld a Tallahassee federal judge's decision that the law implementing Amendment 4 amounted to an unfair poll tax. Amendment 4 was passed overwhelmingly by voters in 2018 to allow as many as 1.6 million formerly incarcerated folks to regain their right to vote. Joining me right now to talk about this is Connor Maxwell, senior policy analyst for race and ethnicity policy at the Center for American Progress. All right, Connor, so... This has been going back and forth. The governor, Ron DeSantis, he wanted a ruling from the state Supreme Court. They affirmed the, the, uh, the bill passed by the legislature. Now the federal courts are intervening. Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, back in 2018, voters overwhelmingly passed a measure to restore voting rights to people with prior <laughs> felony convictions. This affected over 1.5 million Floridians, disproportionately black and brown people. Um, this stemmed from a long history in Florida of measures enacted to prevent people of color from voting. Um, and once voters enacted it, Governor DeSantis led an effort to undermine that ballot initiative to impose these, um, these measures requiring people with prior felony convictions to pay off fines and fees in order to vote. Um, as you said, a federal district court ruled that Florida could not could not hold people, uh, could not impose a strict And an 11th, 11th Circuit uh, Court of Appeals recently <laughs> upheld that. So now it will likely be appealed to the Supreme Court, but hopefully, you know, we're really optimistic here that uh, come November 2020, millions, over a million people with prior felony convictions in Florida will finally be able to cast those ballots on Election Day. Uh, and what also jumps out here, obviously, this is going to be going back and forth. I mean, look, Republicans in Florida, they don't want to see these folks casting ballots because this could literally flip the state. I think that's absolutely what their intention was behind this. As I said before, folks in Florida have, have a long history of trying to prevent black people from voting. Rather than going into these communities, trying to appeal to them, trying to help them, to find uh, jobs, housing, um, opportunities, they instead try to suppress their vote, keep them from the ballot box in order to maintain control of the state. So it's, it's a long history here, and they're, they're only going to continue to push it further. And what's really scary about this ruling here, Roland, is that even if the ruling stands in the long term, 
it's still up to uh, the individuals to prove they're unable to pay back their fines and fees in order to get their civil rights back. And so uh, it's and, the, and Florida will actually set those standards for what determines someone's ability to pay. All right, then, Connor Maxwell, we really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. All right, folks, uh, this is where, for me, um, <coughs> I hope there are other ballot issues that take place around the country to change state constitutions like they did in Florida. Listen, uh, this this is major. 1.6 million voters that now uh, have their it's full... It's a game changer. It's a game changer, mm-hmm. full franchise back. Um, I think Republicans should probably be terrified. Um, I think Democrats need to organize. Um, but, you know, what it, amounted, it amounted to a poll tax. It amounted to an illegal poll tax. And, um, and, you know, I'm glad, you know, this is the power of the courts. This is the importance of having a good federal judiciary right here in play. You know, could you imagine if, you know, this is the, uh, the Love Circuit was, you know, fully stacked with Trump appointees right now. I mean, you would have seen this, uh, you know, very, very racist loss. Uh, you know what's interesting about right. this, though, is that the original legislation was silent yep. on fines. And that in, in some subsequent litigation, uh, the, the group representing this, these uh, 1.6 million, million felons or the interest groups uh, conceded at one point the silence and that the, that the <coughs> fines and, and other levies that were put forth, uh, because they weren't covered, yeah. that they may have some exposure. Watch for the legislature, depending on what the makeup is of the Florida legislature. I'm not, I can't oh, remember. It's, it's as red as that wall. Watch them, because I always thought that this case, what would happen, Roland, was that the legislature would take it back up and then add that more specific language into the legislation and then try to push it through. Here, the uh, the, the, the plaintiffs were able to convince a federal court and state court that the sentence was the sentence and that if I could vote, if these 1.6 could vote, then they could vote, and that includes if they were hadn't paid their fines. That's just a huge yeah. victory for mm-hmm. uh, that group. But, but, the, but the question is now going to be um, with... Uh, I can't remember if Florida's on Super Tuesday or the week after. Um, with, with the Florida primary approaching as swiftly as it is, mm-hmm. um, are they going to go back to the federal court to get an injunction for mm-hmm. extended voter registration? So period? they could appeal it to the Supreme Court. Or, 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 no, no, just, just to have an injunction to keep the window for voter registration open. Mm-hmm. Now that you have one, essentially 1.6 million people that... Uh, may not be registered to vote and right. should have right. the opportunity to vote, you know. Right. And essentially, we're, you know, three weeks, maybe a month out from the Florida primary, you know, mm-hmm. so... You know, well, th- it also depends. What What is the financial barrier um, for that? If they were to extend it um, for them... I mean, they could do the same-day registration right there at the polls. Well, vigilance is Yeah, but that's, but that's still a, a cost factor for the state. So. The justice groups and the Democratic groups who are behind this and this huge victory, yeah. they got to stay vigilant. Right. Because the GOP and the in these states, <laughs> let me tell you something, there's a reason that the GOP, state and, local, and, and federal, that they suppress <coughs> voting rights for people of color. Mm-hmm. They know that when we vote, we, we vote for Democrats. We win. <laughs> So this 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 policy or this uh, this these efforts statewide, especially across the South, are for a purpose yeah. because Republicans cannot win without suppressing the black and brown vote. I keep right. trying to tell Republicans if they want to actually get black votes, stop suppressing the vote. Exactly. They come up with an urban agenda. I'm just letting you know, black people ain't gonna roll with you. Right. I'm letting you know, right. stay in Florida, folks. George Zimmerman has filed a lawsuit against President Buchanan, Senator Elizabeth Warren, and Mayor <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, who he says defamed him while paying tribute to Trayvon Martin on what would have been Martin's 25th birthday. A lawsuit claims the candidates defamed Zimmerman for political gain 
in misguided and malicious attempts to bolster their standings among African-American voters, all at Zimmerman's expense. It also alleges that Warren and Buttigieg connected Martin's shooting death with gun violence, while he claims he was acting in self-defense when he killed Martin. They both tweeted about Martin on February 5th, the day that would have been Martin's 25th birthday. Of course, you see, you see the, uh, you see the uh, tweets. How many 25th birthdays have been stolen from us by white supremacy, gun violence, prejudice, and fear? Now, nowhere in there was nowhere. George Zimmerman name even mentioned. So, what's this punk ass talking about? Okay, so, so he's going to lose this lawsuit. You know, as a median veteran, that Zimmerman's a public figure, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And so, it has to be purposeful. And the drafter or the communicator has to know of its falsity, and they and they defame that individual anyway. It's the highest standard of the First Amendment lawsuit. The highest standard. He doesn't meet it barely. So what's he looking for? Some type of settlement? They're not going to settle with him no. because no. if this goes, if this stays in the media, this helps those Denver, those presidential candidates. But the but the it was a um, it was Zimmerman neutral. These tweets were Zimmerman neutral. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not sure who he got to file this lawsuit, but he certainly got uh, to file Oh, I'm sure he found somebody in the Trump organization to do I'm that. I'm so sick of his ass. Yeah, I'm, pretty yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure he could find some pro-Confederate uh, uh, lawyer that, that filed the lawsuit. Yeah, but pro you got to worry about Rule 11. And Rule 11 says you have to have a good faith basis and a viable argument of viable claims in order to file in federal court or state court. If not, you could be penalized or you could be fined or even your license, quite frankly, under Rule 11 sanctions if the court finds that this was filed in bad faith or you did not have a colorable claim. So the lawyer who did this or the lawyers who did this, maybe they know more than we know in the, the media right now or what's been public, but, to, but it's hard to find a lawyer to do something when you I, have this Rule 11 uh, yeah. uh, 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 piece in place. I just find it fascinating that out of all of the tweets that happened during uh, the Trayvon Martin's uh, anniversary, mm -hmm. he chose the presidential candidates. Yeah, because like, you want the attention. Well, I the get attention, it, but I just we, we need to put that out there. If you're judgment-proof or you're a member of the public and you attack Zimmerman, it's not worth filing a lawsuit. Yeah. Right. But if you have access to money or, or, the, or the plaintiff believes that you are sitting on a pot of money and that you could settle, then you're a much more viable target. Mm. Well, how's this guy still walking the streets is the only question I, I have. <laughs> That's more complicated than I stuff. We don't say, have enough listen. time. <laughs> Roland, what do we have next? You want me to ask the next? I'll ask the next question. Okay, so tell me oh. what the GOP oh, is saying. Wow. Tell me what the GOP is saying. I know damn well. Damn well, ain't nobody listening what Scott gotta say next. Nobody is listening to what Scott wants to talk about. Let's talk about something. Let me also Scott But again, I want. Play the theme song, Roland. I want to get rid of. I'm sick and tired of George Zimmerman. All right, y'all. I'm tired. I'm like, go somewhere. Go under that rock where you supposed to be living. Y'all must say your next Roland. He's gonna sue you. Yeah, go under that rock. <laughs> well, the good thing, if he sues him, you got to do the thing. Yeah, go under a rock. Oh, wow. Rolling's going to have to pay a lot. <laughs> wow, that's oh a claim. God. A rock. A lot. <laughs> Mike Bloomberg is the only Democratic presidential candidate who understands that wealth creation and the current racial wealth gap is linked to past racism and has a plan to address the impact on black America. The crimes against black Americans still echo across the centuries, and no single law can wipe out that slate clean. The time has come, I think, to fully commit ourselves to acknowledging our history and righting our country's wrongs. And that's exactly what I will do as president. 
It's called the Greenwood Initiative. One, we will help a million more black families buy a house. Two, we will double the number of black-owned businesses. Three, we will help black families triple their wealth over the next 10 years to an all-time high. Mike will get it done. Visit MikeForBlackAmerica.com to learn more. There are concrete proposals that we can afford and that we can get done, and we will. I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. Hey, yesterday, Donald Trump uh, pardoned a number of folks, including uh, Michael Milken. And I love all this drain the swamp, but he pardoned <laughs> all these corrupt individuals, including former Illinois Governor Rob Blagojevich. And here's what's interesting. All of these people, uh, Trump and all the rest of the other people, said, you know what, it was just unfair. Rob Blagojevich got sentenced to 14 years. In fact, uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot gave an interview where she said uh, that, you know, that, that likely was, you know, the, the longest ever for a political corruption. Well, that's actually not true. Also, Angela Stanton, Scott's buddy right there, who's on, of course, the show, <laughs> she also had her felony conviction. She was pardoned as well. Uh, she, of course, is the uh, adopted, adopted daughter of Alveda King, who, of course, is a big-time Trump supporter. But look, Mayor Lightfoot was wrong because the reality is Kwame Kilpatrick, former mayor of Detroit, got 28 years in prison. So the question is this here. Uh, and I've been, I've been hearing, I've been hearing for the last year that, uh, that folks out of Detroit have been really pushing, not the last two years, pushing Trump on, um, on uh, partnering or commuting mm -hmm. Kwame Kilpatrick. Mm -hmm. Do you think uh, Trump will try to use that uh, to, uh, as a play for black folks in Detroit? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Maybe. The reality is all of these cases are different and in different jurisdictions, and they were state prosecutions. So Kwame, Kwame Kilpatrick, he may do it. That would be a shrewd... Well, no, 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 Kwame, no, 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 they're, they're not state... Kwame, they were not state. state. Federal? So Rod was federal. Was Kwame state Rod, Rod was... You're absolutely right. Some were state, some were federal. Yeah, Rod, yeah, Rod, yeah. Rod. He, he could try that. The problem with Kilpatrick is this. He got those 28 years, not just because he was convicted of the corruption, but he was also... Con he, he, he was violating court orders along the way. And at the sentencing, uh, showing, showing contrition and showing, yeah. you know, um, uh, apologizing to the court, the court was not having it. I've appeared before that judge I'm, who I'm, sentenced Kwame Kilpatrick, and him violating it by going, some of these orders in the interim of going to Canada without permission, violating oh, probation, <laughs> violating um, what uh, his bail uh, yeah. obligations and stuff. I think, and what I've read, it played a lot into the Senate. Now, one thing that it settles real quickly. Kwame, Kwame, Kwame was a state court, no. a state or federal case? No, 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 one second. It was in both. It was in both. It was in both. Violating probation was in state court. Okay. The 28 years came in federal court. Okay. So Trump could commute or pardon the Kwame Kilpatrick. The other thing is the money piece that was at issue, the higher the money piece is under the federal citizens' guidelines, uh, she stayed within that 20, 28 years. Yeah. I don't think she went above the guidelines because he was convicted of several uh, criminal and corrupt. No, 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 not several. 24. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Seven times. Well, I, but I, there I, were 24 counts. Exactly. This, I will say this. Um, I can see Trump absolutely uh, uh, um, using uh, Kwame's case to, to try to make a play of things. They're willing to throw anything at the wall right now. His white but privilege the, won't let him do but, it. But, but, the, but the other thing is I think there's one thing we probably should highlight here. Um, I know, you know, Milken and the uh, corrupt police uh, chief and whatnot, Carrick, Carrick uh, you know, got their parts of commutations. Mm -hmm. But I think the, probably the only thing that matter here 
is the three people that uh, got uh, part of the commutations as a, as a promise that he made to Alex Johnson. I'm not giving Trump, you know, I don't give Trump credit for shit, but I do think this is probably something that should be highlighted, that, you know, there are three regular, ordinary people that, uh, you know, got commutations pardons as a as a, a, a promise that, that the president made to Alex Johnson when uh, he released her. Mm -hmm. um, How do you define that word? Okay, should he get it, though? Should he get... Should, like, for instance, was 28 years too long? Should Was that too long of a prison sentence for Congress? I, 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 mean, I, I will say this. Murderers and committed <coughs> manslaughter is nothing less. Um, and I think when it comes to parity within the criminal justice system, I do think crimes of uh, violating public trust are at the top of that chain, at the top of that ladder. Um, but do I think 28 years for it's kind of, it is harsh? 20, 28 years is 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 far more time than most politicians get in these corruption cases. William Jefferson, William Jefferson, the former congressman in New Orleans, he got 13 years, and yeah. now a number of counts were thrown out later. Yeah. Then eventually uh, right. was free with you know with time served, but he had 13 years. So the, so the long the longest the, the longest for corruption <laughs> right. the longest is for corruption is Kwame Kilpatrick. But there are 28 a lot of years. See, he oh, I understand. Negative narrative that led to that 28 years. Oh no no I know I know he, he got half. No 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 I understand that. He, he, is he, Kwame, is he kept pissing the court off. The two way down put the text messages exactly. down. Well, <laughs> no 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 he kept no 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 going to Canada. No 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 it was it wasn't even when he was just going to Canada it was it was it wasn't even just that. It was, it was when he said, they, they, they're like, are you receiving money from friends? No, I'm not. Um, here is a video of you getting a Western Union $1,000 at Walmart. Walmart. I mean, it was like, it, it, was, it was constant lying to the yeah. court. Exactly. And that That'll played, that played a huge role, I think, in why he also got 28 years. Yeah. And so we'll see uh, what happens, whether or not uh, Donald like Trump you're in the system, also... If you don't respect the court, the court exactly. doesn't respect but you. But when you're in the system like that, you can't jaywalk. Yeah. You know, you cannot jaywalk. And, you know, it's like my mother used to say, these defendants don't believe fat meat's greasy. Yeah. The judge mm -hmm. gonna prove to you that fat meat's greasy. Right. And in, in Kilpatrick's case, she did. Fat meat's greasy. Well, uh, so we'll see. We'll see if uh, all of these so-called rumors are gonna actually happen. Um, go to my iPad. What do you want to see? Do you see it? I don't see it. Do you see it? Uh -huh. All right. Y'all should be, I don't know, you should be able to see it. Let's pull it up. Let's see. Do we have it now? All right, let me know if we got it now. If you see the, if you see it. So, um, where's Amy Klobuchar? Uh -huh. I told y'all, I'm going to call out Senator Amy Klobuchar every single day that she ignores black media and black voters. So, since middle of January, we've been trying to, of course, uh, get Senator Klobuchar on the show. Her people aren't even returning emails. Mm. Uh, we have emailed Tim Hogan, National Communications Director for Amy Klobuchar. Uh, we have emailed him. We've called him. No response whatsoever. I've heard from uh, a couple other folks on our campaign who have passed on our notes to the communications team. Now, here's the deal. I told y'all yesterday, Washington posted a story where they had to ask a former Democratic official for a list of black churches in South Carolina. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're trying, if I don't care who you are, you can't look. At least Pete Buttigieg is making an effort right. to actually talk to black people. He actually has endorsements of African Americans. I don't know nobody black who's endorsed Amy Klobuchar. Why do you she care if she's fifth or sixth in the polls? And why do you? How do you know she's not talking to black media? She's not. She may not 
be talking to Roland Martin because she's, on because, I, because, it, because, it, because 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 if you paid attention for the last several times I've done this, uh-huh. you would have you would have known that multiple other black journalists have reached out to me who said thanks for calling her out because our calls have not gotten returned. Mm. Color of Change wanted her to do a podcast, their podcast. They said no, we can't do it at your office. Okay. They said you need to book a hotel room right next to the Capitol. I'm not done. Color of Change booked the hotel room right next to the right ne- hotel room next to the Capitol to do the podcast. Her people canceled, mm. never rescheduled. Now I have that talked happens. to. Well, that you can whine about that all you want to, but the point I'm making is this: it does not matter if you are fifth or sixth. What it, I, what I'm saying is this here: if you are a presidential candidate, mm-hmm. then you have a you are going to need. Or you're gonna be required to talk to black folks. Right. I don't care who you but are. That's her issue. That's not your issue. I'm sorry. I'm Somebody sorry. Black in the media. I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me. And I'm gonna call her out with that being her issue. Yeah, but why do so, you care? Easy. If she doesn't because care, why should e- she care? Easy. She's because for president. She wants. Right. To I got president. it. She has a precise okay. obligation to talk and, to folks. And, and, and she doesn't have an obligation to do black media. Yes, yes she, she does. does. Yes, she does. You damn right. Goodness. Because I don't want to hear them later on if they didn't support black. You damn right. She's talking to black groups and organizations. Who? And she's talking to black voters. She hasn't been here. And she's not doing black media. What is this? She's, I don't like it. Listen, let me tell you something. If a week and a half out before the South Carolina primary, she's asking the DNC, can you send me some list of some black churches? She ain't talking to black A voters. week and a half out from South Carolina, <laughs> if she calls you, do you say yes? I'm saying yes to everybody. Let me be, oh, let me, do you say yes if she calls you a week before the South Carolina primary? Let me be clear. Let, she no, 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 let me be clear. Let me huh? be clear. We've had, between this show and my TJ and Tom Jordan Morning Show mm-hmm. statement before it went off, December 31st. We had Senator Warren, Senator Harris, Senator Booker, mm-hmm. uh, Julian Castro, Beto O'Rourke, Pete Buttigieg, Mary Ann Williamson, mm-hmm. Andrew Yang, mm-hmm. Tom Steyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had uh, Bernie Sanders. Tulsa. Uh, we've had, no, hell no, we had Tulsi. Uh, <laughs> We've had we've had Delaney. Uh, we've we've had uh, uh, we've had we've had Delaney. Uh, I talked to Tim Ryan. So all all, all another big name there. Why all those folks. Listen, no, no, right, no, right, no, right, no, right, right. The three people who we, the three. No, no, no. So here's the deal. By, here's what happened. When Biden got into the race, uh, his campaign hit me and they said, "Hey, uh, it was a Wednesday, April 24th. They offered up a surrogate." to come on Tom Jordan Morning Show. I said, no. There will be no surrogates until the candidate comes on. Mm -hmm. So Biden did the interview with Tom Jordan. I wasn't a part of the interview. It was on a different day, Mm -hmm. okay? So Biden came on Jordan. Biden hasn't come on this show, and I've made it clear to his campaign team, no surrogate from the Joe Biden campaign will be allowed to come onto this show before the candidate comes on. That is a rule that I had at Tom Jordan. Is it a rule that I had at, at TV One's News One Now? It was a rule that I had at Washington Watch. It's always been my rule there. Uh, I will not Sanders take cigarettes. Sanders has done it. Sanders yes. has done it. And, if, and in fact, and in fact, and in fact the on. Sanders people, and in fact, the Sanders people, they've had multiple surrogates yeah. on. They're actually mm-hmm. trying to set up a second interview with him as well. Mm-hmm. Same with Buddha Judge. Uh, same with Warren. We're working on also possible town halls with him as well. But here's the point here. As someone in black media, as somebody who's also the lawyer for NNPA, the black newspapers, mm-hmm. you should understand this. Mm-hmm. And that is, <laughs> and that is, I you, it all. no, 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 no. And what it is, is you have to call those folks out mm-hmm. who want to ignore black media. And so you do it quietly. We gave them a whole month. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about 
This is not like we emailed and called and they I hit understand. us back. No, 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 no. But it doesn't have to be race-based as to why she hadn't done your show. Okay, I'm so this is why you're race-neutral. See, there might be, yes, she was just on CNN okay, yesterday. Okay, first of all, race-neutral No, first of all, that's listen, cute. Listen, that's cute. She doesn't want to identify the question. She goes out and makes sure... Her 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 Midwestern folks see her. She covers her and face, she, right? And she and, black and, people and, ain't and, her face. And, and, and make sure they hear the argument that they could come home to her. Okay, you know. But the thing is, this the base of the Democratic Party are black people, particularly black women. She needs to come to black media and she's and running. And you know what? She doesn't have to. She you know why? Address. You know why she? So why why she she raised twelve million dollars over right. last week. She, uh, you know, she's going to be around well, why a bit. Isn't that enough? She needs she's to come and address... The nomination. Let me tell you, that's right. the downside she wants to leave this country, she needs to address every <coughs> aspect of it, including black media and black people. But that's why she's not going to If you, If she was <laughs> one, two, or three, I could understand that. And I'm not letting her off the hook. Right. What I'm saying is, the fact that she's not doing black media or apparently not doing black media, that's her loss, and it shows in the Scott, policy. Scott, right. Scott, it doesn't matter if it's her loss. What I am going to do is be very consistent. Right. I'm going to call people out. Right. So, Amy, <laughs> oh, I'm calling you out again. Where you this at? is real simple, Amy. Where you at? If you say you want all voters, you better talk to black people. You're polling at 0.5% among exactly. black people. And so, Scott, I don't care about how it's all up to her. Again, it's called accountability. And this is it. If you want to appeal to black voters, you're going to talk to black media, and I'm just going to keep calling you out until you do. And if you want to keep ignoring us, that's not a problem. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't want to reschedule with color change, that's not a problem. If you don't want to talk to black newspapers, that's not a problem. But I, what I am going to do, I'll let black voters know that you won't talk to black media, and you also are ignoring black journalists at mainstream organizations. Would you like me to do a roll call? I have receipts. Uh-oh. Well, I, she certainly ought to be deal, dealing with black journalists. But let me ask you something. Maybe this <laughs> format, this format that we're in right now, maybe it's not best for her. Maybe she'd like to take it another... Let, let maybe she like to do another let, format. Let, let me say it again. <laughs> Harris. Listen, Booker. Everybody. Warren. Wait, 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 wait. Steyer. Uh, Yang. Williamson. Maybe she's Excuse different. me. Excuse me. So everybody else has done it except you? Nice try. <laughs> Scott, try to find new defense. All right, y'all, be sure to support what we do at RollingMartUnfiltered.com by going to our website, join our Bring the Funk fan club. Scott finally gave you. Scott finally gave. First of all, let me tell y'all what happened. And how much did I give? Let me tell y'all what happened. I invested. Let me tell y'all what happened. Scott sat here. Scott being a kappa did not like the alpha shirt I'm wearing. It's inappropriate. And he also don't like this alpha. He also don't like this alpha ring. It's inappropriate. Kiss that ring. Kiss that ring. Kiss that ring. It hurts. So he said, I'll pay you. He said, why can't you wear a suit? Why can't you wear a jacket? He said, I'll pay you $10,000 if you put a jacket on and take that off. So I told Chelsea, go to my office. To get a Chelsea, suit jacket. Chelsea, bring me that. Well, I told him, now, y'all, Teresa, sit right. Teresa, did he say jacket? I said suit jacket. Teresa, he Where said jacket. No, okay, no, wait no, a minute. Suit Teresa, jacket. did he say jacket? Did I say suit jacket? Here we go. He said jacket. All right. We're going to find out who's who. <laughs> you know did what? I say suit jacket. Here is the I'm truth. I'm going to moderate them, too. Come on. You said... <laughs> Come on, what did he say? <laughs> Roland. Jacket, and then you said, he said jacket. Then I said suit jacket. So, then I, you so said Chelsea, then he goes and put on an outfit. Went to my office, got my jacket. You need a polo. Is this a suit jacket? Got my jacket. Or is this a suit jacket? You know
Then it was like, if you, said, that's then, you, if you take the that. jacket off, I hey. finally contributed a thousand to the fan that's club. Right. That's right. So I made the give, he said, give me his American Express card. <laughs> so I charged it right here. So Scott finally. Are you bragging or complaining about me giving you a thousand dollars? No, Which first one? of all, it should have been ten thousand. Oh, but you reneged. You oh. not a man of your word. You, I, I, you, I can you, you will not be my stage partner. I caught a lie. I oh, caught God. a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. What are you saying? I caught a lawyer. What are you saying? nigga live on air. See, see I, I, God knows what he'll do in his face. It's two people. It's two people. It's two people. It's two people. You should always be careful when it comes to words. Lawyer. Lawyers and journalists. Oh, well, yeah. I pay attention. You know what I mean. Of it. No, you know what I, I meant? Uh, meant? That's what I tried to do. Let me be real clear. I didn't mean put on the alpha jacket. Y'all, you know that. If this was a court of law, oh, I'd win. The judge would say, oh, the, win. Not with this witness. The, the judge would say, <laughs> overruled. You didn't pay me. You can get back on the show. You ain't got to back You didn't pay time. me. You didn't Bottom pay line, me. Y'all, <laughs> go to RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. <laughs> Join our Bring the Funk fan club. Uh, 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 you can give you a square PayPal, of course, as well as Cash App as well. Every dollar for this show goes to support what we do. Uh, I'll be traveling tomorrow to Los Angeles for the NAACP Image Awards American Black Film Festival Honors. Uh, we'll be live in L.A. I'll be there on Friday. I'll be traveling tomorrow, so be a guest host tomorrow. I'll be live from the show on Friday from Los Angeles, and we'll be live from the red carpet at the NAACP pre-show on Friday. Then on Saturday, we'll be live from the NAACP Image Awards red carpet, and then on Sunday, live from the American Black Film Festival Honors red carpet there as well. Well, then, of course, I fly back on Monday, and then next Tuesday we'll be in South Carolina uh, for three days uh, for, of course, the debate there as well. Uh, so looking forward to all of that. All right, folks, I got to go. Uh, Y'all enjoy the debate tonight. Uh, we have a great conversation about it tomorrow. I got to go. Holla! From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.